And there we go. Tim Rowe, Out of Home Insider, where we're bringing you tips, tricks, and insider insights into the world of out of home advertising, how to make it more effective ultimately for your business. And I'm getting ready to go on stage here this morning to talk to a whole bunch of college kids. I'm pretty excited about that. So I wanted to get this out to all of y'all. If you're hearing this, if you work in the out of home industry, if you're passionate about out of home, if you are an advertiser that had a super successful out of home campaign, or you love it, or you got questions, please reach out. We'd love to have you as a guest on the show. That's proved to be one of the uh, the challenging things here in the in the early goings is we're trying to line up a lot of very exciting industry leading uh, C suite executives, and as we all know, they're super busy and they've got a lot of stuff going on. So they've been very gracious in scheduling and accommodating. So we're always looking for more guests. If you think that you've got some questions you want answered, or you just want to share a really cool story. We would love to have you. So today's story is going to be about how we combine two rather uh, traditional pieces of advertising, ultimately to make a really successful campaign across multiple spaces now, um, spaces that include the food hall space, uh, spaces that include nonprofit, spaces that include heating and cooling. Ultimately, it's just applying really good sound fundamentals. Um, to their out-of-home campaign and using really good technology to track and measure results. So I'm going to see if I can share this here. If you've got, uh, if you're watching this somewhere, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to walk you through what it all means here. And let me just find the file I wanted to have it over for you. There it is. Bam, we're going to open that up here. I'm going to click share. And with any luck, Everybody watching this should be able to see this screen right now. I'm going to just blow this up right there as we sit and talk about it. So we have this really exciting uh, newcomer to the market, a modern food hall, if you will. There's six or seven different restaurants in there. There's a celebrity chef that has a restaurant in there. It's located in a sort of hard to get to part of downtown Allentown, if you're familiar uh, with Eastern Pennsylvania. So parking is a challenge. They went through and they worked out all the kinks in parking and worked with the parking authority to get free parking in some specific places to help facilitate people ultimately getting to the market. But they were brand new, brand new newcomer. Everything that had been in this space previously, the physical space where they actually have the food hall, had failed. Um, so really it was, it was a, a bit of a Hail Mary pass to make it work. So it started out with, we want to run outdoor. Love it. Awesome. Let's go. So we talked to them about our, te our technology that would allow them to further deliver advertising to the people being exposed to the outdoor campaign. So the idea of it, um, it was really this, that, hey, we're going we're gonna to use a really geo, uh, a rather data-driven, geo-specific um, approach to picking your outdoor locations. We're going to be very targeted with where we place your outdoor locations. And then ultimately, we're going to continue the conversation with your ideal target market that's being exposed to your outdoor message every single day, right? It's the same idea of Geico. Geico does everything because they want to talk to everyone everywhere because you never know when that person's ultimately going to be in need of, of car insurance or be shopping around. So we want to apply the same type of idea, be everywhere, but specifically to our target market. So be everywhere to our target market uh, and then have some really good technology to track whether or not it's actually working. So when we started out, we said, all right, week one, 
we want to measure our sort of control group. That's people who are just seeing the outdoor campaign and they don't get any ads served to them online or the continuation of message, if you will. So week one, we measured how many people actually showed up at the market that saw the billboard but didn't see an online ad. How did we do that? Well, we did it with device IDs, you know, the handy dandy device ID that uh, that, that identifies your cell phone. So we see we see the cell phone. This is not a cell phone. It's a little camera. So we see the cell phone drive past the billboard. We don't serve it any ads, and then we wait and see if it shows up. And for every hundred people that pass the billboard. About two, two and a quarter, if there's a quarter person, if you know a quarter person, maybe they brought a kid. For every 100 people that just saw the billboard within our target demo, which was females, we were tracking women 25 to 55 because we knew that that was the core audience. So everyone sees the billboard, but we want to measure the activity. How did we actually impact our target audience, our on-target percentage um, with our advertising? So for every 100 women that we were tracking past this billboard, uh, two of them showed up at the market. Yay, that's awesome, great, we're reaching our target audience and we're getting them to show up. In week one, when we combined that same out-of-home campaign with the continuation of message component, continued serving ads to those individuals online, we saw almost four showing up in the first week. At the end of a four-week cycle, what did that ultimately look like? Well, at the end of week four, when women 25 to 55 passed the billboard and got served the ad on their phone for, uh, for every hundred that we did that to five of them would show up at the business. That's pretty exciting, right? Be, be able to track the tangible result. That's pretty exciting. Uh, on the other side for everyone that saw only the billboard now again, on target audience, women, 25 to 55 years old, for out of every hundred, three and a half, showed up to the market. So what we can see is that the longer a message was in the market, the more effective it was, right? The blue line is your natural conversion rate. That's the billboard only. The orange line is billboards com combined with online advertising. So when we combine the two, what we see is that week one of the outdoor plus online campaign converted better than week four of billboard by itself. So if you're considering doing outdoor, if you've got a compressed time period, if you've got a buy now offer, if you're looking to move into a market quickly, if you're looking to disrupt a market quickly, combining the two mediums is really the most effective way to do it. In this approach, it was ultimately effective in delivering about 50% more um, conversion and tracking people who actually saw the ads and showed up. Uh, now, an important point on this campaign specifically is it was actually, it's actually a 12 week campaign and we see the results continue to go up. So I'll definitely report on them at a later episode. Uh, week five has already peaked 5% for the outdoor plus online. So for every hundred women that see it, five of them show up. Now, ultimately it's really important for your business to determine um, how, let's see, I'm just gonna stop this share here, make myself big again. It's ultimately determine, uh, important to determine who is your target audience? How much are they each worth? And this is an important thing to consider. So if women 25 to 55 are my target audience, what is the value of getting one of them? Well, is it just the one or is it that we know that for every one person from that target audience that we get to show up that they bring two friends and that the average ticket size for 
one person is $20. So really the value of one is 60 bucks, not 20. So definitely consider all of those things when you're setting up your next campaign. Who is my perfect customer? How am I going to track results? Ultimately, what is the value of getting more people to show up to my business or call or take action? What's the value of that? What's the lifetime value of that? If I compound this over time, really important here, we're looking at a sample size of 100 people, right? So for every 100 people that got the uh, that saw the billboard and the online ad, five of them would show up. For every 100 that only saw the billboard, three and a half would show up. What's really important is let's compound that. Let's make it, uh, I don't know, 10,000. Let's make it 10,000. Hopefully I'm good enough on the hop of this quick math, right? So 100 times that is that. Okay, so it should be instead of five people showing up, if it's 10,000, it should be 500 people versus 350. How much would 150 additional customers mean to your business? And if you knew that each of those 150 brought two friends and that the average ticket size was $20, then you'd know that that 150 actually meant 450 times $20, which uh, is 900 bucks, if I'm not mistaken, $900 difference. Now that's just for a restaurant. So that's, that's their story. But what about for a nonprofit? What about for a nonprofit that for every $1 they put into advertising, they need to see at least one back to break even but most nonprofits, they're looking for a return of between five and seven dollars for every one that they put out into the market. We've got another great story of an advertiser who did exactly that, the exact same campaign, but instead of saying, hey, we've got a target audience that's this, we just want to talk to everybody. Everybody that sees our outdoor campaign, we want to continue talking to them online and ultimately let them make the decision of whether or not they'd like to donate. In the very first month, they changed nothing else to their advertising. In the very first month, online donations were up. 30%. That's right, up 30% in the first month. It's really exciting. So don't take my word for it. Facebook just put out an awesome study that that uh, Facebook, when combined with out of home, is even more, more effective. Facebook does out of home. Amazon, Netflix, Google, everybody does out of home. Nobody talks about it because it's the best kept secret in the advertising toolbox. Uh, you know, We're going to look back probably someday and we're going to say, hey, you know, out of home was maybe the most undervalued on a cost per thousand standpoint, the most undervalued uh, piece of advertising that we had in our entire portfolio is the most effective piece of the campaign. Fill the top of the funnel. If you love out of home as much as me, go ahead, click like, click subscribe, share this with somebody else. And if you're interested in becoming a guest, we'd love to have you on the show. We'll definitely have some great guests coming up here over the coming weeks. We've got Jonathan Gadai coming from Adomni. We've got Kim Frank coming from Geopath. Still a lot of big hitters left here for just 2019. 2020 is going to be an even bigger year. So from all of us, which is just me, here at Out of Home Insider, we're signing off. We'll see you guys later.